the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. And welcome back to another episode of No Buts About It. It is February 6th, 2023. <coughs> and that is Chuss. He is in his basement in Pittsburgh. Um, he has made his presence known through a cough, as always, yes. or as usual. I am in my dorm in Steubenville, Ohio, where we or where I go to school. Chelsea used to go to school here, and then he abandoned us. Uh, no, I just I just found a better opportunity somewhere else financially. So I've I've noticed that you're now wearing all Pittsburgh Panthers stuff, almost as if to make a statement after yesterday's episode. Um, I guess I I, I didn't think about that when I woke up this morning. Um, originally I was gonna wear um a Jack Harlow hoodie, but then I realized that Jack Harlow did not win any of the Grammys last night, so I was very upset. So I figured instead of that, I would just find another random hoodie in my drawer, and um, I wasn't going to wear a Chargers hoodie when it's Super Bowl week and it's Chiefs and Eagles. I just felt like that wouldn't make any sense. Um, usually usually when a team gets eliminated for any sport, if I have their thing, minus baseball because it's only football and hockey that I really have a lot of um, shirts and stuff for, Um once they get eliminated from playoffs or playoff contention or whatever, I stop wearing their stuff until after the season. And so like, I haven't worn any Steelers stuff since January 8th, 9th. Mm. I just haven't just, just because it's just like, I, it was a high school thing. I used to get like, when I, I would wear like a, a Penguins Jersey after they got eliminated in the first round, or I wore a Steelers Jersey after they lost in the wild card, he would be like, why are you wearing a Steelers hoodie? They lost. I'm like, because it's a Steelers hoodie. We live in Pittsburgh. So I just kind of naturally just happened. But as for Pitt, I just kind of threw this on today. Um, always repping Pitt. Pitt has a big game tomorrow against Louisville at home. So it's going to be a big one for them. Uh, but this is not a basketball cast. This is a football NFL podcast. So we're not here to talk Pitt basketball. Unless you wanted to. I don't. Okay, well, that's <laughs> – I mean, I talked briefly about it yesterday. Pitt is still better than West Virginia You also right talked about gymnastics briefly yesterday. Uh, briefly, I don't know much about gymnastics. I mean, it just kind of came up in the conversation because they mentioned it in a – because I follow Pitt Athletics on um, Instagram. Uh, the school that I go to now does not um, have, like, D1-level things. So, like, we don't have a football team and stuff. So – Ah, it's very okay. it's very minimal it's kind of like it's kind of like the old school you went old school i went to it's very it's d3 so well um yeah i i'm sorry you feel that you need to embrace the pit culture maybe you'll grow out of it hail to pit 
Okay. Go to Pitt. Well, uh, I mean, I, I, I go to Pitt. I go to Oakland every weekend. So, like, I've already, I'm already living a, a University of Pittsburgh dream without going to classes. So, whatever. Man. You mentioned the Grammys. All award shows are shams, in my opinion, except for the one that gives us an award. So, if an award show wants to win me over, give me something. That's, hmm. I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, most of the time, I feel like it's just industry people, though, like just celebrating each other while we watch for some reason. I mean, I am kind of uh, pleased that Beyonce did not win Album of the Year. Um, I was really afraid she wasn't she was going to, but she also had won already four Grammys without Album of the Year. So I don't I, I, I just, never got I was never on the Beyonce train. Maybe. I never was either, but I just watching the Grammys last night was very it was, it's always interesting in a way to hear about it because I never watched it fully. So, like, the recaps are always interesting to hear about. But, I mean, it's not, in my opinion, like, <clears throat> it was like a, it's a neat show in a way. But, like, this year wasn't as interesting because none of my favorites were, like, anywhere even close to any of them. And plus, any of the other artists that I wanted to win didn't win in the, right. in the other ones. So, like, watching like oh yeah artist of the year or you know whatever like album of the year go to harry styles i'm like good for harry he he as it was wasn't bad you know but like it's like one of those things where it's like i, I don't really care it was a lot different back um back in the day i feel like, like it's it's become like a competition for weirdest red carpet look yeah that too yeah like, it's definitely Oh no! I just feel like uh, times are changing though, because like NFL players also wear a lot of interesting suits. Yeah, I sometimes know. where you're like they'll wear like polka dotted suits, and you're like, there was just huh? even the country singers. Like I don't, I don't want to call anyone out because I don't want to make any enemies. But um, yeah, even some of the looks that the country singers had, I was like, why? Like what are you wearing, or lack thereof wearing? I guess. Um, but. It's not a Grammy Award show, not a basketball show. It is a NFL football podcast. And breaking news, Adriel Jeremiah Green has retired from the NFL. And um, he was a top receiver in the league for a long time. He was Cincinnati Bengal from 2011 to 2020, and he then went over to Arizona, and nothing really happened over there. So, so he was never able to get himself a Super Bowl ring, but he was definitely fun to watch um, play. He had multiple thousand-yard seasons. I was kind of surprised. He only ever had his highest – two touchdown seasons were both 11 touchdowns and they were in 2012 and 2013. I thought he would have had more touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, um, it's kind of weird because like with, um, with like wide receivers, it just kind of, it varies more or less. Um, no matter like where you're at. So like, I mean, he could have like 20 touchdown seasons and then still have 11 and eight or more or, whatever it just it just really depends i mean aj green the one thing about him was he was always like a sneak player in fantasy football i will say that um a lot of people like would draft him really late and he would end up being like the big money maker every single week because like everyone's like oh aj green's only projected eight points this week 
And that, that was the one thing I noticed with my fantasy football team this year. Um, we ended up, I ended up losing in the second round, but what I ended up banking on a lot was like bad projections by the fantasy football um, ESPN app where they'd be like, oh yeah, Darius Slayton is projected 8.6 this week. And so like I would be projected 108 points or something. And I have Darius Slayton, Darius Slayton start. And then he'd get me 15 points. Yet, yet the other guy would start like another like regular wide receiver. Like, and this is just, this is nothing to do with you. This do not take offense to this, but like, I remember the one week he started T Higgins and T Higgins gotten like eight points. And I'm like, bro, my T Higgins was projected 13 points this week. Darius Slayton was projected eight and Darius Slayton just got 15 and Higgins got eight. Yeah, so how, it's just like, how many giants wide receivers can you name that were still playing by that point? That aren't Darius how many Slayton? can I, that aren't Darius Slayton? Yeah. I, I can't name them right now because <laughs> I don't have them on my fantasy team anymore because I had him. And then I had some other wide. I had another giants wide receiver, but I never started him. His name's, it was like, it started with an I, I can't even think Isaiah of right Hodgins. Now. Yeah, that it was that was him. But I didn't start him because I was banking on Darius Slayton, and Darius Slayton kind of folded towards the end. But no, it yeah, is what I, it is. I liked watching AJ Green. I've got a photo of him actually in my bedroom back home, where he's yeah. like, "I thought you just had a photo of him on your phone." I'm like, "Was yes. he taking a pee or something?" Oh or yeah, like, just, what, what I doing? just carry around a photo of AJ Green with me everywhere I go. No, he yeah. is like, I think it's actually a Steelers player, but everything around him is black and white. And then he's like mossing the Steelers player, and he's the only one in color. It might not be the Steelers, but in my head for right now, it is. So, um, I mean, I mean, if you'll have to go home and check, and you're not going to be home for another what month? Are you going home for spring break? I'm going home in early March to see Cody Johnson in concert. That's cool. That's cool. So, someone who that, did win spring, a Grammy. Is, is that a spring break though? Is that spring break no, for you, or are you just going home? It's just I wanted to see him, and his concert in Youngstown sold out in, like, five minutes. So I'm mm. going back home to see him. Interesting. So, and then are you staying there for spring break, or are you – No, I'll probably come back and then go home for spring break. Dang. Dude, but you're going crazy. I'm, I'm, March is going to be wild. Um, No, but, like, as a Steelers fan, what – are your memories of AJ Green? Because, like, obviously, as a Bengals fan, AJ Green was like the best thing since sliced bread. And in the moment, it felt like he was our Megatron, this guy who was super good and was definitely going to be a Hall of Famer and just couldn't get a ring. But now I'm looking at his stats and like AJ, AJ might get in the Hall of Fame, but he won't be a first balloter and he's not Megatron level if I'm being honest, but I still <coughs> memories still love the memories still love AJ. Um, but like as a Steelers fan, is there anything you remember uh, from his career? Um, Like I couldn't necessarily like pinpoint one exact memory because just because there's just a lot, we obviously play the Bengals twice a year. Sometimes, you know, occasionally in playoffs and whatnot, we see them a lot, obviously, you know, just the AFC North division rivalry. But the one thing that I knew about AJ green I was about to say AJ Brown. I'm sorry. AJ Green. Um, one thing about. Listen, it's it has nothing to do with me being an idiot because I think a lot of people think I'm stupid, but I'm not. I just say the wrong <laughs> things sometimes. It, it happens. You, you've said it plenty of times no, where you've messed up. That's true. Yesterday I said Ross Chastain wasn't racing in the NASCAR clash race, and he was. So that I'll. 
I think. Definitely in the top yes. ten. I think he got eighth. So I was wrong about that. But that was NASCAR related. Yeah, but the, the, fair is fair. I mean, it's not like I was like, oh, yeah, and then, like, I messed up names. It wasn't like I was like, oh, yeah, AJ Green never played for the Bengals. <laughs> like, it was just, like, I know, like, but, like, I just accidentally almost said AJ Brown because I'm still thinking about the Eagles Chiefs this week. Mm. On top of that, Antonio and AJ Brown just screwed with my head. But, um, I mean, it was always kind of fun to watch. I mean, obviously, like, during some of the bigger eras in his life, like, for the Bengals and stuff, because he played from, what, 2011 to 2020 with the Bengals, you said? Yep. Okay, so 2011, like, to there was a lot of years, like, the first couple of years where, like, the Bengals were kind of, like, mediocre and stuff like that. But um, when I was younger, I didn't really know him a whole lot. But I know that, um, like, he was one of those players that was, like, the Bengals had something with him. Like, before, obviously, they have, like, this crazy three wide receiver core they have now. But the one thing with A.J. Green was that, like, it almost kind of – and maybe I'm wrong, but maybe you could even vouch for this, but, like – with having like you know inconsistencies in like the season and stuff like that, AJ Green almost brought like a new light to the Bengals, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of gave the Bengals a little bit of hope for the future. And and he ended up being a big key, I feel like, for your wild card uh, appearance back in 2015, 2016-ish. You know, unfortunately with the loss of the Steelers, you know, putting that aside, um, it still brought you guys a playoff appearance. You know, with the, the team that you had formed with AJ Green as well, and. I, I really don't have a specific memory. I know that he always, you know, was tough to cover and, and whatnot, but he, um, he was always very consistent. And even when he was in Arizona, he was relatively consistent. Once again, another fantasy football mention. Um, I, I would put him in um, projected eight points and he would get like 15 points a game. Another, another one that was just always like somehow would get two receptions for 40 yards and a touchdown. And you're like, mm-hmm. I'll take it. And, and like, it like never a lot, but just enough to get you like over the edge. And that's what it comes with fantasy. So like he was, he was a solid wide receiver towards, towards the end. He was just kind of like there for help. Um, Not for Cincinnati, obviously. Um, It would have been interesting to see if he would have stuck around in Cincinnati. I don't know how, obviously um, how it would have played out differently. Cause obviously you got to have a three really solid wide receivers right now with Jamar and T and Tyler Boyd. So I, I don't really know how it would have played out because he probably would have been a wide receiver four. but it wasn't he a wide receiver four in Arizona anyway technically or was he yeah so like i mean he really didn't get much of a chance after leaving cincinnati but during his prime and stuff like that he he was a pretty good wide receiver um unfortunately because based on his stats and stuff he probably like you said won't be first ballot more than likely it's going to take him a little while to get in because um another wide receiver yeah if he gets in at all i mean heinz ward for the steelers has been like nominated six different times over the last couple of years and he has not made it in at all yet and like it, it just it takes sometimes it takes you instantly like you know tom brady and tj water gonna or not tj jj water gonna make it in like instantaneously when went like in 2027 Eight. and like 2028 and then you know ben roethlisberger is gonna make it in in 2027 like a lot of these are like you know mm-hmm. with aj green you, you don't know in 2028 if he's gonna make it it might be 2032 or maybe down the line in 2050 like it kind of sucks but like you might be waiting a while but there is a chance that he could make it because he was monumental for the Bengals at a point in time when it felt like the Bengals didn't have a lot of hope but then the hope came and then by the end of the decade you guys are now going into this decade as a as a very good team so 
So yeah, let me let me uh, flatter your ego a little bit yes, for yes. the Bengals. Yes, so. let me flex on myself. Um, no, I I do agree. Like he was fun to watch. Like let's see, 2011. I would have been like 10 years old. So it's yeah, I was kind like nine. So. It's kind of uh, weird. Like Arizona, okay, Arizona. He only had he played there for two seasons, and he had barely a thousand yards. He had a thousand eighty-four yards. Um, he also was hurt a little bit too. Yeah, so but can't forget that. I know he, but that he started in mm-hmm. uh, six or nine games. He started in of the sixteen <laughs> that he played in, and ten this season of the fifteen that he played in. But he, I don't know. He was like a guy who, at recess, people like pretended to be. At least at my school. Which was weird because the Bengals weren't really relevant to Northern Indiana, but like he was like our Tom. Br- people would be like Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or Drew Brees. Then they'd be throwing to quote unquote Reggie Wayne, AJ Green, Gronk. That like just random people yeah. at recess. We were pretending we were, and it was it was like fun. And it's kind of um, bittersweet to see these guys kind of start to retire because that was. Our childhood. That's like your childhood, yeah. yeah. Because it's like the same thing with like you're seeing all these posts now where it's like, you know, like we're in a generation where it's like our childhood is gone. And like it's like posts of like all the like prime eight quarterbacks that played in our like, like in our childhood, like uh, Drew Brees and Tom Brady and Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger and Eli and so on and so forth. And it, it <clears throat> to a point it does get really sad because you're like, yeah, when I was at recess, like, I would pretend I was, you know, Drew Brees or, you know, because he was in the Super Bowl back in, you know, 09 or whatever. And then you're just like, yes, you know, let's go. <laughs> like, it, it kind of is sad, but it it definitely, you know, over time, like, when, you know, like, the kids of us now, they're going to be saying that they're Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and stuff like that. And when that generation goes on, that's going to be even worse because then I'm going to feel so old when like you're Josh <laughs> Allen's, you're Patrick Mahomes and like those guys are tired. I feel like I'm going to be like, bruh, like I'll, at that point I'll be in like my thirties or something like that. And I'll be like, dang, like now we've got um, uh, Joey Deer Park uh, going in at quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. I don't know. I just made that up off the top oh, okay. of my head. I don't know I any like, of these. Is, like, uh, okay. Joey Joey Deer Park, based off of my water bottle. Oh, okay, I was going to say, I have never yeah. heard that name, but okay. No, I just made that up off the top of my head. I was going to say Joe Schmo, but I feel like Joe Schmo is so obviously uh, like a cliche thing. But, but yeah, I mean, like by the time that comes in, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. And then next thing you know, your kids are going to be pretending that they're uh, Joey Deer Park and, um, and Murray Evanson's. So. Joey Deer, they're uh, one and two draft picks from the 2032 draft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it no, it is interesting though because this is the fir- really the first time our generation has had to go through this. Um, yeah. Where everyone we watched growing up is changing, and or yeah, is, <laughs> is leaving the league, and now <laughs> everyone that's playing in the NFL is our age, which is even yeah, weirder. That, that... Like, yeah, because like some of these quarterbacks coming out are only like a year older than us, year or two, or some, some of them, of them are, are younger your age. Some of them are younger. Yeah, than and me. some of them. Yeah, I mean, like, right now none of them are younger than me. I know, like with hockey and stuff, like some of them are like three years younger than me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like they're 17 and 18, and I'm like, 
boy, are you kidding me? I'm like, this is just so weird. But like, but then you get to a point like in the NFL, like probably in the next year or two, I'm going to start feeling that those, those uh, old effects. Um, Cause like, you know, Kenny Pickett's like, I think like 24, you know, a lot of the quarterbacks that I know and stuff are within like the mid twenties. Um, but like some of these wide receivers coming in are 22 and stuff. And you're like, dang, I'm about to turn 21 at the end of the summer or beginning of the summer actually, but still. It's weird, like, one of the, the guy who opened for Charles Wesley Godwin was younger than me. Did not look younger than me at all. <laughs> and he – it was so weird. When my friend was like, yeah, he's like – he just turned 21. I was like, wow. And then you look at the NFL. Trey Lance, I'm pretty sure, is like a month younger than me. When, yeah, let me look, let me look, look up, up Trey Lance's birthday. birthday. I'm pretty sure he's born in March of one. May May ninth, two thousand. Okay. So okay. he is. He's, he's older he's, than me. He's a little older than he. He about a, there's some, about a year. Some, someone from like yeah, about a year. Someone who was in that draft was younger than me, and I was shocked by a month. But I don't. I can't remember the name. I thought it was youngest trailer. QB in the NFL. Twenty twenty. It might not have been a QB. I think it was a QB. But maybe it wasn't. I don't think it was a QB. It looks like no, it couldn't have been a QB because the youngest is Trey Lance. Okay, well, so youngest player in the NFL. Let's yeah, let's, let's see because we're gonna do some research here. No buts about it, Nation. Who is the youngest ranking, player in the NFL? Ranking the youngest, th- there's a Colt that is. There's a Colt. Yeah, like he, an Indianapolis said, Colt or a CUL on Saturday. Team? No, like an Indianapolis Colt. Okay. On Saturday, this was a September article from the Indy Star. Okay. Um, published on September 9th. On Saturday, Nick Cross will celebrate his 21st birthday. On Sunday, he could make his first NFL start against the Texans. I don't know if that ended up happening or not, but he is the youngest player in the NFL, the only one of six, 1,696 who is not yet of legal drinking age. He was born on September 10th, 2001, one day before 9-11. I am – Necessary. I am older than him. I am nine months older than yeah. him. Take that, Nicholas Nick Cross. Cross. Nick Cross is, yeah, he is. He still plays for the Colts, so he is still on the roster. Hmm. He is. He is twenty-one. Who's but the, I don't. Who's the oldest who's in the, the NFL now? It's got to be a kicker. Who is the oldest? It was Brady for a while in the NFL. But right Brady now. just retired. So if it says Brady, I, that's not right. Ranking the oldest. Uh, Tom Brady is there. Andy Lee for the Cardinals is forty. Is he a kicker? Um, Andy Lee is not a kicker. I don't believe he? he's a punter. Oh. Yes. So you had the right idea, but then you have Robbie Gold, who's a kicker. Aaron Rodgers, Mercedes Lewis, I Clark was, Harris, Clark Mason Harris. Crosby, Clark Nick Folk. I love Clark Harris. He's a bangle. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then Mason Crosby for the Packers. Then Nick Folk for the Patriots. Joe Flacco for the Ravens. And Matt Ryan for the Colts. You know, the Packers have three of the oldest players on the list. Like three, like, like on the top ten, they have three of them. Well. Like Aaron Rodgers, Mercedes Lewis, and Mason Crosby. That's that's crazy to think about. Like they have two thirty-seven plus year old guys. Well, on the team. Aaron Rodgers ain't gonna be sticking around too <clears> long. 
Because I got some well, yeah, people out in was, Vegas yeah. who are saying different. They're saying he's coming over here. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it'll be very interesting to see this offseason. I mean, when does the offseason start? Like, it starts, what, March? I don't know the exact date when free agency starts. NFL, free agency. It's always different every year, usually, sometimes. Well, I mean. March 15th. March 15th. So it, it's always around the same time every year. We, we brought up – or I brought up Tom Brady. But um, so he's going to be a broadcaster in the Fox booth um, for 10 years, I believe, his contract says. He signed that the first time he retired. Then he came out of retirement, and they just were like, whenever you retire, come back to us. And so – Come back to us. <laughs> do you think he's going to be a broadcaster or a good broadcaster? Because, I mean, people have been saying, like – they don't like Tony Romo for some which I thought everyone liked Tony Romo. I like Tony Romo usually, but now everyone's like mad at Tony Romo and they're like, they're like Tony Romo sucks. All he does is whine in the booth and he goes rah, rah, rah. and apparently CBS is like intervening with his broadcasting style. I like Tony Romo. I think he's one of the better broadcasters in I, my opinion. I, I was gonna say I don't mind Tony Romo. I know during some of the games that I had watched with him, he he whines in the booth, but when he whines, it's like that is clearly like a face mask that like, why didn't they call that? And like, you can see on the replay that it was a face mask or something like that. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't necessarily, I think he's like calling things that the referees aren't seeing. And granted he's up in the booth, but like, like obviously you're like, Holy crap. Like he's complaining about something. And then, and then you get the fans that are at home riled up because they just, Tony Romo just said, Oh shoot. Like this was a missed call on this team. And then whoever it was, vice versa teams get mad. So or the fans get mad because they're like, what the heck, you know, that wasn't a call or whatever. But um, I don't think he's a bad um, – I mean, I definitely have heard way worse announcers. Um, is Tom Brady going to be like an announcer or is he going to be like an analyst? I assume he'll like, be like a color commentator, like Roma. Okay, because okay, cause like Gronk is like an analyst type thing, right? Because he doesn't do like – he doesn't like <laughs> – I don't know I'm, what Gronk does. Gronk just kind of shows up randomly and just like nods and agrees. Yeah, I think I think Gronk is a buffoon on the on the <laughs> analyst show. I mean, I don't. I, I feel like he like he'll just be like, yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't yeah. look then, comfortable. It's not yeah what he, he wants just, to be. They need to let him be himself, and they're not doing that. They're not letting him do that. So he kind of looks like a buffoon in that case. I mean, he's a funny guy, and like, don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like he would do wonders, like not in the booth. Or like in the analyst table or whatever, but like I just I wish best for him, better for him. And I think it's just could... really weird because some, some of these players are just in there and are like former players, whether they're super old or super like young, right out of retirement. It's kind of weird seeing them in there, just like you know Greg Olson appears, and it's it's just it's some of these players like I'm like it's just kind of weird that they throw them in there and they're not throwing like actual announcers in there because some of these players eat, sleep, and breathe football. I get that they know things. But, like, they don't have the voice, you know? And I think that might be an issue. I think Greg Olson does a good job. I think Tony Roma does a good job. I think Gronk could be really good at it if he were able to just be Gronk. Like, if he were able to be himself and didn't have to, like, be in a suit and be all <laughs> proper and, like, you know, say yeah. things a certain way. But well, I, he's kicking – isn't he kicking a field goal at the Super Bowl? Yes. If yeah, the kick of destiny 
If he makes it, I think they're like handing out a million dollars in FanDuel credits or something. Yeah. So I hope he makes it. I'm entered. I'm rooting for you, Gronk. Please make it. Um, But no, like, what do you think? Do you think Tom Brady is going to kind of – do you think he'll be good at it or do you think he'll be – I don't think he will be. I think he would be better on, like, the analyst table, if anything. I don't think if they put him in the commentary booth, like, for a game or, like, color commentary or whatever, I don't think he's going to be that good because he doesn't have, like, a enthusiastic voice. He always – I mean, it's kind of good because he kind of seems humble in some ways. But, like, during interviews and stuff, it's not like he has, like, a like – a, over-the-top, booming, like, commentating-type personality. I mean, people will just listen because it's Tom Brady, obviously, because he's the GOAT. But, like, I, I feel like in some aspects, and, and I've complained about this before with just everything, like, from from sports entertainment to actual sports, um, like, Pat McAfee, for example, has added a new light to WWE when it comes to announcing. Like, he is actually so funny with announcing. He announced and, like, the Pro Bowl. I didn't know that. Yeah. I would have watched it. If... Did he really? Yeah. I didn't know that either. I would have watched but, just for his commentary. <laughs> yeah, but like his commentary is so good and so like energetic and so fun to listen to that it, that it gives like a refresh of the uh, the product. And like, granted, like some of the announcers on the show were good, um, but like sometimes you can't hire within because like sometimes it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, the NHL, for example, um, they don't hire necessarily within, but the one player that or, like the one guy that um, Doc Emmerich just retired. Um, Miss Doc so much. I believe it was Doc Emmerich, right? I don't, I don't want to sound like it. Yeah, it was Doc Emmerich. Okay, yeah, Doc Emmerich retired. Um, and he was the best voice I ever heard for a hockey game. And he he did NBCSN, but like, like I mean, like an a, NHL usually hires not within the organizations of players. They usually just hire actual announcers that have experience and stuff. And I think the NFL, although is doing it okay, just keeps hiring former players. And it sometimes it's just like flat commentary like on madden for example like i cannot <laughs> tell you like how flat that commentary the is. computer and programmed voices aren't realistic enough it's not it's not computer it, it, like even if they pre-record them and stuff like i have more enjoyable times playing nhl or um any other game with commentary like nhl like they'll be like they'll be like what a save and then like on nfl it'll be like oh the ball's picked Oh, the ball's picked. He's running down the sideline. The 40, the 20, the 10. Touchdown, Eagles. And you're like, wow, that was thrilling. But then on NHL, it's like, what a save. That's, and, and that's, like, it's really enjoyable. That was actually so, a pretty good impression of the NFL commentator on Madden. But Yeah, I just – so I don't like – like, and it kind of sounds like that in the real time because, like, I can't remember a time where, like, the announcing has made me like even more energetic to watch the game in the NFL. Like usually I have it like turned down because the announcers just are not good. Or I mean, like, it's not that they're not good. It's just that it's just like, it's not adding anything extra to it. Like when I used to watch hockey games, Doc Emmerich would make the game. Like it just made it that much more special for me. And I think that might be what they're missing. And I'm not comparing hockey and football as a sport. I'm comparing their com- commentators. I don't want people to get it twisted. But Doc Emmerich, if, you, if you're if you a hockey fan and you, you've never heard Doc Emmerich announce, look, listen to Doc Emmerich's best moments. Like, the, oh, my gosh, they are oh. – I, I think you can hire from within – or, like, ex-players because NASCAR, pretty much everyone <laughs> – 
who announces for NASCAR is an ex-driver, ex-crew chief, or they've been in the sport forever. And oh yeah, they but all. Do, I mean, like they all ahead. the all those guys do a really good job. Like even they had Jimmy Johnson as a guest in the booth last night, and it was really funny because he's also one of the owners of two of the cars, and he's going to be racing at some of the races this year. But one of his cars wrecked while he was in the booth, and he was like. Oh no, that's one of my cars, and it was like an authentic, like <laughs> it was like an authentic, like oh darn. And yeah, I think but like, if I you mean, get, but that's like fun though. Yeah, yeah. If you get that, if you get, I like the reason I like Tony Romo is because he's like a fan watching the game, and I'm afraid yes. I'm afraid Brady's just gonna be like, well, if I was down there or if I were playing, he's gonna miss it so much because it's been a part of his life for so long that. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if he's going to be that. Um, like, the problem is, is, like, y- yes, you want to hire, like, people that are going to draw you to, like, watch the, the like, Fox and CBS and blah, 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 blah. You want to hire these people. But in the end, also, I kind of think about it, and I'm like, you also want to make sure you're hiring people that are going to make the sport seem energetic when you're announcing the damn game. Like, nothing against Tom Brady, but I feel like, like you said, he's either going to be like, oh, when I, would I be down there? Or he'll be like, yeah, you know, that was like, they're like, what do you think of that play? Yeah, I thought that was a, that was a really good play. I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes was in the pocket, you know, he ran out and that was, yeah, a good play. And it's just like, wow, thanks. I could have said that in a, in a essay. Like, I, I hope that he adds more energy to it. Like Tony Romo does, but I think they need to like, really, if they're not going to, I think they really need to find some players that are going to be like super energetic. Back in my day. We couldn't do that. <laughs> Just yeah, back in my day. But um, no, I I do agree. I kind of hope Tom Brady does prove us wrong and does a lot better. Maybe he won't be in the booth. I think that's what he's gonna be doing though. I'd I'd be surprised if they had Tom Brady and they're like, "You're only gonna see him at the halftime show." Enjoy, but maybe they yeah. Won't. Um, but yeah, I I do like. The whole, like, people get mad about, like, Tony Roman being like, oh, well, this is crazy. This is nuts. This is going wild. Like, that's what he's supposed to be doing. Or I I think that's yeah. what he's supposed to be doing. CBS apparently disagreed because they intervened and want him to change his announcing style. But that's the way it goes. Um, yeah, it's just it's odd. But, but <laughs> what can you do? I'm going to. I mean, I, I'm pretty much done for today. Are you done for today? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really have anything else to talk about. I mean, not no news. I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of teams that have been hiring coordinators, but I don't really feel like we need to cover any of the coordinators just because none of them are like huge. I mean, like a lot of them are like, oh, you fired and you hired a new one. I feel like a lot of the stuff we covered head coach based. Shocking. So, there's yeah. no teams running into the next season without a coordinator. Yeah, exactly. So it's, so it's wild. Like, it's wild news. Wild idea. Yeah. So nothing. Nothing too special happened uh, today. Um, new show probably Wednesday and Friday, and if not, to be determined based on our availability because of school and other things. So this is why I do the outros. But yeah i mean i'm not i'm not i didn't know you wanted me to do the outro no i'm doing the outro i'm just saying you're kind of doing one and you're just yeah you, you sound like just, a madden yeah. commentator yeah oh um oh that was a that was a good play um so catch no butts about it 
next time on EA Sports. All right, go ahead do your spiel. Yeah, I'm gonna go just ahead go ahead and spiel. mute you now. Um, I just forget. You got me. You got me. He's like so happy. He's just leaving. He's like, I've ruined it successfully. Um, no, thank you for listening to today's show. Uh, obviously not a whole lot of content, but we try to make it fun. We try to talk about stuff and we're just two guys talking about football, talking about things that, uh, we would be talking about anyway, but, um, we record it and we put it on the internet so that you can listen to it. And, uh, if you enjoyed that, please give us a rating five stars and it helps with the algorithm and all the fancy stuff on all those websites. Um, subscribe, follow, share, do all the things that also helps with the algorithm helps us out, helps us build our platform. Go ahead and <laughs> email us at bullmoosepodcast two at gmail.com. That's bullmoosepodcast two at gmail.com. Uh, the Instagram is no butts underscore show. And the Twitter, which is mine is, joshua underscore butts underscore 2001 and the youtube is just look up no butts about it i'm pretty sure it should pop up there's a picture of a football there's no videos up yet to my knowledge unless chuss put them up there already which i doubt he did for which one the youtube or the tiktok both either one actually. um i haven't had the chance to but they're up like i said be careful about the youtube um, some weird stuff comes up. Turn on your filters. Yeah, please turn on your filters. Because you shouldn't, you. you shouldn't be looking at that stuff anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but like once it get, once we get stuff posted, it it should come up naturally. What's but, the TikTok? Uh, is the TikTok no butts show as well? It, it's the same as the YouTube. Yes. So no butts no show. N o b u t t s s h o w. But uh, yeah. We will hopefully see you all on Wednesday, and with that, we're going to be out ending right at 30. Oh, I missed it. Darn. I was going to try and get 37 even. Darn.